Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On Reviews podcast, where if you want to review it. My name is DC, and it's the goal of this podcast to bring you a ton of movie news, comic news, and even some TV news as well. And this is the 91st episode of the podcast that's happening on January 2nd, 2019. Welcome to New Year. New podcast of sorts. Um, there will be changes happening in the next couple weeks that I'll put into play. You probably notice it quite soon, quite easily. I'm trying to figure out some things I want to do with the old podcast and how I want to make it seem and sound and and what I'll talk about on the actual podcast itself. So getting right into it, the section you all love and know is thumbs up, thumbs down. And the section I go over what happened in the last past week, get a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs all the way in the circle. So the first thing I have here is the Roku streaming service that's coming in sometime this month. So Roku, of course, wants to get on the streaming service gang and wants to bring out something special, kind of, not really. Uh, for this one, I get it on the thumbs down, only because for the streaming service, it's not going to have anything special or new to it. All it's going to do is kind of make its kind of content flow a little better of sorts. Because what they do is basically, from what I, I, I see here, because I don't really use Roku like that, but I know quite a few other folks do. Um, so from what it looks like, it's going to have all the same connectivity as it does through the different studios for TV and movie, movie stuff, um, stuff like movies from Lionsgate, Paramount, MGM, um, Warner brothers and Sony. So it's still going to have the same kind of, kind of aspect to it. It's going to make it to where the payments could be easier streamlined. That's like the main thing they tr they're trying to do with the service which I, I guess is fine, but for like brand new content, it doesn't look like they put out any content themselves. It's going to be something that's similar to like the the Amazon um, playlist of sorts, which it, Amazon was fine with what they had. They created content though, so I'm not sure what Roku's going to do. But but for me, just it is weird that everyone's trying to come up with their own streaming service, and this one doesn't seem like there's too many things that are different from what's out there right now. And I'm not sure how much would the cost. I know that they're going to do some kind of standalone service for epics, which I'm guessing is fine. I, I thought they probably would do something better for like, you know, HBO or something else. I know they're going to try to get the HBO content on there as well, which can serve from, for them quite well. And I, I'm not really sure. Does this whole thing in general just it spells just bad news? I kind of want to see like a price model and see how much they're charging for this brand new service of sorts. Not really new service. It's gonna be more or less the same kind of thing you're doing now, but you're gonna be having a you're gonna be having you will have a better um, payment option, I guess. That's what it looks like from what I've been reading so far about this whole streaming service. It doesn't look like there's anything new or anything um, well, not anything new, anything worthwhile for the most part. For me, this is something that they could have just not have and just not call streaming service. They could just say, we're doing an update to Roku in, in general, but I guess that's what they call a streaming service. I guess that's what they're they're trying to go towards is, isn't Scream streaming service when I hear about it, when I hear streaming service, I hear something like, you know, 
the DC streaming service or a Disney one where they're creating actual content and pushing out there, including also content they have already. But if you're not creating content, then calling a streaming service is not what you should be doing at all. But yeah, for me, yep, that's a thumbs down. The next thing I have here is a couple of trailers, like two of them. Uh, the first one is ha Happy Death Day to You. This one is a continuation of Happy Death Day. It's a it's a nice movie. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the whole fresh take they had on it. Uh, the whole slasher slash reverse time kind of. Not really reverse time. Um, Groundhog Day kind of situation. So it, it, just, it had a fresh feel and vibe to it. So this one coming back, I, I wasn't sure exactly what they'll do for it. Just because she found out who the killer was in the first one. And then now it's kind of changing where the killer isn't the killer anymore. It's someone else. And instead of her having to figure out for her own sake, she has to figure out for the sake of her friends. Because her friends are now kind of thrusted into this whole thing, which is kind of cool aspect when you think about it. I wasn't sure where would they go with it. But for a second trailer that they showcased this past week, it looks like it should be a fun ride. And I wouldn't mind seeing where exactly it would end up just because it it took a little bit different kind of vibe than the first trailer and made you interested more into it so i'm, I'm really want to figure out what's happening with it hopefully don't give too many trails away because my only fear is that when they give out too many trailers they give away the whole movie and movies like this you need to have it where the less is more so it's like if, if you give any more than like, maybe, maybe right now, like, if you give too much more, then you might spoil the whole thing. So, maybe, like, one more trailer, and then that's it. And then say, all right, wait till the movie comes out. You should enjoy yourselves, and it should be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see exactly who's the new killer and all the funny ways she could die in this movie. Because that's probably one of the best things about the first one is this, the many different ways she had to kill herself in order to, you know, reset the time again. It's just... It just feels very, very cool. It reminds me of um, the Tom Cruise movie, um, um, All You Have to Do is Kill, something like that, or Day After Tomorrow. I think Day After Tomorrow was the name of the movie. But yeah, that kind of feature and vibe where, you know, you have to reset time over and over again and try to, you know, beat the clock of sorts or change your fate. So that, those kind of movies are, are pretty cool as long as you don't, you know, drill it too hard home. Just have it where you make fun of it a little bit have a little enjoy um, time with it and, you know, move forward with the whole story itself. So for me, I give this one a thumbs up. Um, I love the trailer. It did exactly what it's supposed to do. The next thing I have here is um, the kid who would be king. So this is like a a wood, a wood new version of the King Arthur story, which could be draw. It could be one of the things where you're not really anticipating any kind of fun vibe from it. But I can be honest, the second trailer, I like better than the first trailer. The first trailer didn't really do it for me. And when I saw it, I was like, eh, it looks like to me kind of boring and I'm not really with it at all. It, just, it feels like a generic kind of story. But with the second trailer, they included the masterful Stuart, pa uh, Patrick Stewart. Sorry, I said Stuart Packard. Uh, Patrick Stewart, he added him in. And he's actually playing the Merlin character, which is very, very good because I wasn't sure 
the age of that character that's supposed to be like an older character but i wasn't sure if they're gonna keep him young so i'm glad that he has like a disguise where he's actually um patrick stewart and then goes into like a younger disguise which i'm perfectly fine with it just it, it flowed for what it needed to flow with and you can see why in the first trailer he's saying all those things and i was like hey, is he an older character is he a younger character but in this whole um second trailer you can see all right he is an older character that's in a younger person's body which is always fun to see um younger characters act like an older person it is it makes it a whole lot of fun and you can have quite a bit of jokes with that this one this trailer here concentrated more on the fantastical slash adventure feature of it which is fine for me um they cut the trail a little different than the first one. It had quite a bit of scenes from the first one, but they added a, qu- a couple more scenes, and they took out a couple of scenes that didn't really work for me, like the whole um, principal or whatever she was, that she was talking to the whole school and say, if you join this thing, we could have you not get detention, whatever have you, or, or not do your schoolwork, whatever have you. I think that's what the trope was, and had a couple laughs here and there, but I felt that the um taking out that part of the whole trailer worked well just because you want to have it where a lot of folks are going towards the action piece of it with some comedy rather than try to go full comedy with this whole author story this it didn't flow right for the first trailer so the second trailer did a better job at what they're supposed to do which was make you want to see this movie and see what exactly is going to happen so for me that second trailer did exactly what it was supposed to do. It definitely did what I really needed to do, which is bring me into the story and make me want to see where would it all end up. So I give this one a thumbs up as well. So also, there's a couple images that came out with it too, which I'm going to be honest, I give it a thumbs middle just because they're all kind of generic images. It's more or less, you know, them standing around doing poses, which, eh, like your typical action stuff, it just it looked kind of weird. Just the only one that looks very cool is the the psychic air um picture, and he has a, a a different kind of sign than everyone else. So he has like a like a construction sign, and he has that. So he looks very cool, and you go see his face. It looks like he's not really you know gonna do much. I think his name is Beaters or something like that, or Betters. I'm not really sure. Something like that. But yeah, he he's the only one that looks cool. The Arthur character, uh, he looks kind of weird. It just, it's a weird kind of vibe. I kind of wish he had like some kind of magical armor or something different to make him look a little cooler. He just he looks out of place. He really does. Um, the the K character looks looks fine. She has the armor with the school uniform, which kind of does it, but not really. But it looks okay. Um, the Lance character. Too much on the nose, the fact that his name is Lance, and he's probably going to play Lance a lot, probably. So, just seeing him as well, he has the same um, school attire with the armor, which I-, I guess it flows for what the movie's supposed to be. These pictures, it looks very, very generic. There's nothing really special or pops out to you. And then there's one where it's like an ensemble picture where half all of them lined up. And again, it's just them looking far off. Some of them looking to the camera, some of them not looking to the camera. And it, it just looks very, very generic. It just doesn't really do anything for me. And 
the the trailer does a lot more and really draws me into the whole thing. So that's the only reason I give it a thumbs middle. Otherwise, I would give this one a thumbs down. So yeah, it just that's the only thing that doesn't do for me. This the pictures look kind of weird, but it, it it's all right. All right. So the next section I have here is coming to theaters. So normally every week there's at least one or two movies that come out in theaters or even four, and I rank them from interested to I'll pass or I'll pass to interested. Either way you want to go to it. So this week actually is kind of crazy and special. There's a lot of limited release movies, but only one nationally released movie, which is going to be Escape Room, which for me, I made it semi-interested just because the trailers kind of drew me in. I wasn't really sure what's going to happen with the movie, but it looks like it's going to be a, a good horror kind of film, which... Right now, it's probably the best time you should go with it. I think the early year of you go for horror movies is the best you should do. Um, go with anything gritty and hardcore. Start off for the whole year with a bang rather than trying to go fight against, you know, those blockbuster movies that happen in April or even, like, the summertime or even, you know, winter. So that's probably the best time you should put out any kind of horror movies. And this one looks like it should be pretty good. Um, this... There's not much on the trailer aspect just because you don't want to spoil the movie. And there's not much besides you escape these rooms. So I'm glad that they haven't put too many trails out there. I think it's like like one or two that actually came out, which is fine by me. Just because I don't want you to give away your whole movie without, you know, it being... Actually, don't. Don't give away your whole movie at all. So yeah, I'm glad that there's not too many trails for um, Escape Room. So... Based on that, plus what I've seen so far, I give a semi-interested. And I kind of want to see exactly where it's going to end up and how it, how or if they do escape. Who, who knows? I would love it more if they don't escape and they all die. It sounds kind of grim and kind of gruesome. But what sometimes you need those grim and gruesome moments to be like, all right, there's no happy ending that no one escapes and they're all trapped. That's That's kind of cool for me. Especially for this kind of content. So, because there's not many news that's out there, I decided to give my top anticipated movies of 2019. Um, these are not all the movies. This is already like a, a list of like 14. I know there's going to be a whole lot more movies I want to see. Just that these are 14 of the movies that popped up in my head when I first thought about this whole thing. And they should be a cool ride and cool um, atmosphere when it comes down to movies. So the first one I have here is The Upside. So that this movie is with, um, what's his name? Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston. So it looks very, very cool. I do like the premise of it. Brian Cranston plays a um, quadriplegic person, I believe. That's how you say it. But yeah, he can't. He can't move anything except for his head. And it looks very, very cool. It looks like it has like a heartwarming kind of film vibe. And Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston have a good kind of feel between them both. It, the chemistry is pretty there, pretty much there. So I actually want to see this whole movie. It actually comes out next week. So it won't have to wait too long. But I definitely want to put it on this list because it looks like a very, very cool movie. Um, the next one I have here is Spider-Man Far From Home. Um... Funny thing, so this is actually the only 
Marvel slash Sony movie. Actually, I can't say Sony. Marvel movie that I have on this list. Um, yes, I'm looking through it. Only Marvel movie I have on the list. Um, the Avengers Endgame did not make my list. Um, I'll say it from now, just in case you know folks get pissed off or mad at me. I'm not really anticipated for that movie. It just it looks like it'll be fine. After hearing that it might be three three hours long, I'm okay with it. I'm not really want to see it right now, but I'll I'll watch it just because you know it's a Marvel movie. But for Marvel movies that I'm actually excited to see this year, it's going to be Spider-Man on Far From Home. I want to see exactly what happens in this um, second coming out for Sony with the whole Spider-Man character. I want to see what exactly what Tom Holland's going to do. I see that Mysterio's in this movie. I want to see exactly what happens with it. It looks like a, a bunch of fun. So that's why it's my number two. Number three movie here is The Secret Life of Pets um, Part 2. So they've been putting out a lot of character um character trailers for it and the character trailers look like a bunch of fun and they keep on bringing more and more out and it makes me really want to see what happens in the second telling of the story the first time wasn't too bad at all it, it really had a great little animation to it and the story was very very fun so i want to see if they keep it going or they, they drop it off Hopefully they keep it going, and hopefully they keep me entertained. So, for me, yeah, I'll keep on going with that one. Um, number three, actually, no, number four is um, John Wick Chapter 3. So, this movie is going to be one of my, well, not my, one of my favorite movies. Uh, one of my most anticipated movies. That's why I made the top five. Um, John Wick is coming back again. Bang, bang, shoot him up. That's all you have to say. And watch John Wick 1, John Wick 2. Say no more. Um, number five is Lion King. It's the live action version of it. It looks very, very cool so far. I want to see at least one more trailer. And I kind of want to see the how it matches up with the older version of the Lion King. And how they actually bring that up, bring that to light. It looks very, very cool. I can't wait to see it. And, you know, the voice actors so far looks pretty spot on. So it would be kind of cool to see what they will um, bring to this whole live action gig of sorts. So next five set of numbers, the first one being number six, it's um, Zombieland part two. So Zombieland part one, amazing. It had a lot of funny moments to it. I really enjoyed it. And the fact that everyone's coming back from that movie, amazing. And also they're going to bring in um, Dan Aykroyd, as a character as well. So <laughs> I can only imagine what he's going to bring in and how funny he's going to be as well. So I, I just want to see what they're going to do with this whole thing. And the fact that all this coming back top notch, I'm very, very excited. Number seven for me is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. So this is, if you haven't heard about this, it's the story of um, Mr. Rogers. So it's going to be like a, a biopic of sorts, but his character is very, very interesting. I really want to see what they bring with it. And I know Tom Hanks is playing the character of Mr. Rogers. So I know he's going to do a great job. I just want to see exactly, you know, how he portrays to the, the real life version of it and what exactly did Mr. Rogers go through in the back scenes. Cause he, he really did pioneer quite a, a bit of stuff. Um, if you watch the show, he does, go against the, the grain of sorts and he does it in a nice, nice way. Plus, he's probably the first person I can remember that 
had his clothes matched from head to toe and was 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 fly dude so i I really want to see this movie number eight is glass so i'm glutton for i'm a glutton for punishment with um m night most of his movies i don't really like too much but his um his like his super villain kind of trio of movies I wouldn't mind seeing Unbreakable wasn't bad at all for me, and then Split wasn't bad, even though the ending I really didn't like too much. But I want to see this third one with Mr. Glass. I want to see exactly how things transpire, even though I kind of have a vision of what's going to happen. I really want to see what really will happen and how these people will interact with each other, and if um, unbreakable character will get like someone else to help him out because right now it's two versus one which it's very very bad odds and his whole thing of water eh, it's gonna make even worse so for me i want to see exactly what they come up with and hopefully they bring out like another character to help out the unbreakable character as well so hopefully that works out good number nine for me is suzanne so um zachary levi looks amazing he looks like he was going to play a great um, Shazam character. And I kind of want to see exactly what comes about it. DC's been doing well for their movies as of late. And this one seems like it's going to be another, um, you know, home run of sorts. And if it does better than what Aqu- Aquaman did, then it should it should be a great, you know, starting point. Well, not really starting point. Like a continuation point for DC even though I think that this one might be by itself, but hopefully they, they smarten up and include him in and make like a new Justice League with these characters that actually are hitting the box office quite well. So for me, this it looks like fun and I really want to see it. Number 10 is How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. This trailer, when it came out, really brought a tear to my eye just because I've seen the actual movie transition from the first one, the second one, and so on and so on. So seeing the characters grow up, I'm like, wow, I'm, I've been here since the first one. This is, It feels like I've grown up with them as well. So it, just, it looks like fun. The animation looks pretty cool. I kind of wish the Gerard Butler's character would come back a little bit more just because his his death in the, in the second one, I believe, or third one, I can't remember which one, They he died in one of the other movies, and it just... Broke my heart when that happened. A uh, spoiler alert: If you haven't watched the movie, then you should have watched it by now. Yes, Gerard Butler's character dies in the Hidden World. So, not not Hidden World, Hidden World. Um, in previous movies, so his character dies. But this one here looks like it'd be quite a bit of fun, and you get to see the legacy that Gerard Butler's character has put forth for the other characters in the whole village. So it looks like a bit, bunch of fun. Um, number eleven is the Intruder. So this one is very, very cool. This one is with um, Mikey Early. I think how they say Yeah, Michael Early. And um, um, what's his name again? Michael Early and... I can't remember his name. That's crazy. I should be able to remember his name. And Dennis Quaid. Why can't I remember that? That's weird. Yes, Dennis Quaid and Michael Early. Um, it looks very, very good. The premise itself looks very very cool the fact that he sold the house and he's come back like um trespassing and really gets very very creepy it is it's probably gonna be a bad movie like 
bad as in not good at all and not bad as in oh it's be kind of fly um but it, it looks very intriguing of sorts i kind of want to see what actually transpired that, that's the only thing it sparked my interest when i saw the trailer and i kind of want to see exactly what happens i, I really want to see how they go from point a to point b and what exactly would help them get away from the dennis quaid character so that that's the only reason why it's on the list um the next one i have is serenity so it's not serenity from um the 2005 movie it is a different one this one the um, michael not michael <laughs> uh, matthew mcconaughey and hathaway so this one looks kind of cool the fact that they're paired up again is a very very good thing um they're both great actor actors and actresses um it looks very very entertaining and the story looks like something that i really want to see what would transpire with the mike uh, mike why can't say michael matthew mcconaughey character because he's supposed to kill kill the um jason clark character but I, I don't know. It looks very intriguing. I kind of want to see exactly what happens and how she playing him in the end. I, I want to see it. It sparked my interest, and I really want to see this movie this year, um, basically. The number 13 movie I have here is Charmin. So this one here, I never knew until I actually looked it up this past week. So this movie is going to be basically about Prince Charmin and his very, very weird ways. So he... He basically courts every single princess. And instead of, you know, trying to marry one of them, he says he's going to marry them all and it leaves them. So it's kind of crazy. And the concept is kind of weird. And the fact is that his father tells him you have to marry one of them or you won't get any money at all. So he has to go on the hunt and figure out which one he wants to marry. So it's kind of cool, kind of funny, kind of, you know, surreal in the kind of way how it is. I think there's also going to be, there's supposed to be a Disney movie that's supposed to be somewhat similar to this, but a little bit different. Um, but this one looks very, very cool. This one's a live, not this one's not live action. This one's an animated version of it. Uh, it's supposed to be um, Snow White, um, Sleeping Beauty, Beauty, and Cinderella. It's going to be in it. And it looks like it'd be quite a bit of fun. It sparked my interest as well. I was reading the concept of it and seeing what will come about with this character and and see his um, transition from princess to princess would be kind of funny, kind of cool. And to round out my list of anticipated movies that I can name off my head right now is um, Angel Has Fallen. So this falls with... Has this falls? Um, this is with the whole Olympus Has Fallen um, series. So this one here, it follows the same... Um, Michael Bannon, I believe his character was. So, Jared Butler plays him. So, um, Olympus Fallen and London Has Fallen was the other two movies that came out. So, this is the third one. It's um, it's more of a bang-bang shoot-em-up kind of film as well. Not as good as... Well, not as good as John Wick. Nowhere near John Wick. But um, it's definitely one of those popcorn thrillers. And hopefully... Um, the Aaron Eckhart character shows up again. I wouldn't mind seeing him because he was a cool um, president. So I want to see exactly what happens if he passes by him again. It feels like they should have him because they do target the Michael Bannon character on the Air Force One. 
But, but who knows? They might show them, they might not show them. But the whole movie premise should be funny, should be hilarious, and it should be over-the-top action that kind of reminisce you of John McClane. So um, I'm perfectly fine with that. And it looks like it'll be a, a fun moment in the movie theater. So um, that's all I have for this episode. Um, you can find us on all social medias. On Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On Reviews. You can find us on Twitter at Bring On Reviews. No, the not one. You can use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have. You can even visit the website, which is BringOnReviews.com, for any movie reviews and even this podcast as well. If you love watching TV shows, enjoy watching movies. Therefore, you should definitely put your voice out there and start writing some reviews. If you want to write for reviews for this website, please email me at info at bringonthereviews.com and use the subject line, I want to join the review team. Um, besides that, you can also send in any questions and inquiries you might have to that same email address as well. Do find me on social media, on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at DwightAntC, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C, Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Or if you want to email me directly, you can email me at dc at bringonorreviews.com. And we'll catch your reviewers next time.